0: Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the Relationship Gumbo. Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together, we all want to make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in, Relationship Gumbo. So that you
1: guys can have the best content possible. So without further ado, give me those three seconds and stand by. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones and I am your host. I'm a certified life and relationship coach, a strategist, an engineer, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, 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 number one, we're talking about manipulation so that's already a juicy topic, but we also have a special guest. I'm gonna introduce to you in a second. Um, we're gonna talk about her new book because I heard it's pretty juicy. So we're gonna see. So, tonight's guest, not a stranger to the show, she's been on the show many times. Miss Maya Avery is coming on, and she's been from I think from the first time we talked on the phone, we talked about the show, we talked about stuff, and we just been, you know, the energy was just I, we connected and we're still friends to this day. And now that she had this book coming out, it would be a travesty if I didn't bring it to y'all because everything she does is amazing. So stand by one second. Let's get her up here and let her tell you a little bit about what she got going on, guys. So hold on. Hold your horses. Hold on. We got we got to get her on. Now she off mute. There she go. Oh,
2: Welcome yeah. back to the
1: show. Welcome back to the show.
2: Look, I gotta get my good side, y'all. Because I didn't comb my hair on this side. I just comb this side, making sure y'all see the good side. Hello, Derek. How are you? Thank you for having me again. I'm so excited.
1: I know. Like you, like, first of all, welcome back. And second of all, you you just uh, something new just happened, I think, yesterday. So I want you to tell people just a little bit about it. Then we're gonna talk about a little, little bit more on the other side of the intro.
2: So let me tell y'all what happened. First of all, I got this good book. Yeah, I have my uniform on. This is my new uniform, my shirt. The title of my book is called Being Delilah. It launched yesterday, it was released yesterday on Amazon. You can always go to mayavery.com to look it up. I'm a first-time author. And, um the reason why I did it is because people said that I couldn't and that uh, they also said that it was so many negatives against it I was like you know what let me try it let me push myself to the grain and do this but also to expose those um intimate parts of like who we are or who I am and people that I know as women and how we we grow. So with that being said, again, my name is Maya Avery. By trade, I'm a social worker, I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm a transformation coach. So I teach people how to be their best self through healing from the inside out. So I'm a transformation coach. And then, hi, hello, everybody. Everybody's watching, thank y'all. And in addition to that, I own, um, no, I don't own it. My children own and Garb, a boutique. They just need for me to invest in. I'm their private investor, but they don't want y'all to know that. I'm an <laughs> investor. I'm an investor as well, but I'm excited. I like. I'm an author. I, I, I'm happy about it. I kind of don't believe it yet. I'm like, okay, so what does this look like? Because I'm anxious to hear the reviews from the book. Mm-hmm. And some of so, the people that I see that are watching, they've reviewed like an excerpt from it. So I want them to like chime in and give their comments about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I'm I'm anxious. I'm excited.
1: So so a couple of questions about about this, this, um, this new venture, Mm -hmm. um, you said you did it because people said you couldn't, but do you think, do you feel like this book has been brewing way before you even kind of took this on? Um,
2: I believe that we all have a story to get to tell, right. And everybody's life is a story. And it's Mm -hmm. all about what you make it. So we have good, bad, indifferent, ugly, positive, or negative outcomes from our story. It's all Mm -hmm. about what you're willing to expose about yourself and who you are. Um, I was told, because I started writing this book over three years ago, and I was told that if you want a bestseller, write about the most uncomfortable thing or flaw that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And of course, I wrote about that thing and I had to embellish it, but I still... um, I still identify the flaw of manipulation and being deceitful, mm-hmm. you know, or what have you. Um, so, yeah. So to answer your question, yes, it's always been there. It's just about putting pen to paper, making it happen mm-hmm. and having confidence and not walking in fear.
1: So next thing I want you to do, because we about we're going to we gonna talk about manipulation in general in a minute. But So my next question about the book is, can you give people like a little like brief synopsis of like what it, what it is and maybe like a little bit about what it's about, like a little teaser.
2: Okay. So um, if you guys go to, first of all, go, For those of you who are not following me, please follow me, Maya Avery, on Facebook and or Motivating Force on Instagram. You'll get an opportunity to see the reels that we put together. You'll see the promo material that we put put together. You know, my media team is like everything to me. Thank God for them because I could not do this on my own. Um, They are really, really working. So what I did was I compiled. It's a compilation of stories of about 20 women and their stories on dating and using men. So it's just this one character, her name is Charlie. But what we've been talking about and what's been really, really, you know, um, circulating on social media is this one particular excerpt where Charlie meets this man, right? And Mm -hmm. um, she begins to use the manipulation tactics and uh, to use him, but the guy was like buying her everything. You know mm. paying for stuff she didn't know him she wouldn't sleep with him she was lying to him she had a baby daddy you know she had a child she was all over the place but at the end of the day he said look you gonna fuck me and i'm gonna fuck you oh i can say it right
1: yeah you can we grow. all
2: right all right. All right. okay thank you he was like we, we fucking today and um she was like nah we're not and he's like oh we are she's like no we're not so basically he was like we will on one condition charlie was like run me that money but charlie knew when she told him to run that money that she had no plans on having sex with him but what he did was he came over anyway she blew he blew his mind he blew her mind with that head game and then she disappeared disappeared like she disappeared she was like okay fuck that i don't want to do, have anything else to do with you um and she changed her number you know uh back this letter this Book was written like in the late '80s, early '90s. So when she changed her number, that there was no text messages. So he was sending letters. So he stopped. Um, she stopped accepting his accepting his letters. Sent back to sender, and um, he showed up at her house one day, about six or seven months later. When he showed up at her house, he told her um, he confessed his love for her and how disappointed she was. He was in her behavior. However, he found new love and he found it in someone else. And the person opens the door. And the love that he found was a man. And Ooh. yeah, it was a man. <laughs> and so oh. she she wanted, he asked the,
1: her. Wait, 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 wait. First no. of all, you tell them too much, number one. No, number no, two,
2: no, 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 no. Listen. Say, yeah, I get uh-huh. what you said, but they ain't saying nothing.
1: Oh, the, I know, I know nothing. But the video <laughs> thing, the she has like this little video like clip thing now now it makes sense that you say that now it now it makes sense now Mm -hmm. after seeing it i was like got it but now i get it get it
2: you get it get it and so when you see the rail so what i'm gonna do with those rails is take parts of the book and create a rail and so you have to read the book to understand the real right so if you don't read the book you won't understand the real but most of the people who um who've seen the real they understand it because I I mm-hmm. um, emailed them and or you know uh, no I emailed them or text them the excerpt from the book they was like oh okay so now I get it but not only that so Raph then asked her his name is Raph. the character name is Raph. he asked Charlie would she be his best woman at the wedding mm-hmm. and so now we're trying to figure out like what does Charlie say why did she say yes did she say no you know what happened at that point but rap was just one of the you know one of the many men that she had that she had was acquainted with and he was only one so he meant nothing to her or whatever um and then the story goes on and on and on but that's the, a part of the excerpt so t- basically this book is about a young lady named charlie that learned like being manipulative being deceitful using men to get what she wants she was the hbic of money sex and lies and then all of a sudden something happens. This big thing happens in her life to where she's on the run and it's a life or death situation. And we're trying to figure out if Charlie's gonna get out of this because you can only use so many people. Right. And what I love about the commentary is when we were when um we were reading the excerpt, so many people trying to guess like what happened. Well, did she go to the wedding? You know, did he try to kill her? You know, with so many questions. I was like, Well, you have to read the book. I don't know. I I don't know what happened. Child, I don't wow.
1: know. I'm so I, you know you, my book? My book comes tomorrow. So, and and I'm gonna be honest. Let's be honest, guys. I this type of book, it's not really in my in my library. But I'm gonna read this one because I I I think the the details of it. You know, even just me being a relationship coach and just getting uh-huh. these getting getting some of these beats. Um, I'm I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and get that in. I think you
2: should. Uh, th- this is the thing. So I think everybody should order the book. Um. I was told that being a new author, that I wouldn't be able to sell 500 books, right? But I want to go ahead and just dis- dispel that. I will sell 500 books in a week, being a new author in the name of Jesus. Now I'm a Christian too, y'all, but I like to cuss, but don't judge me. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm a cussing Christian. That's what I do. And I know how to see, you have
1: You okay? have a comment somebody, uh, Liz Maldonado says she sounds great. She just ordered, see? <laughs> so
2: you're my girl that's my new bff liz you follow me on um instagram girl go ahead and follow Chad. go ahead and
1: follow. hold on let me so 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 um so i have another question too about this book um even though you gave us a lot of meat i want to know about i want to know more about a little bit more about process like mm-hmm. you like you said that so i guess my my question is if you could give a percentage of who charlie is how much of charlie is you you knew that was coming
2: (laughs) like i'm saying chapter one chapter two chapter three it ain't but ten chapters chapter four
1: because i know it's not all you but i know some of a little bit of it probably has you got a bunch of other kind of you know yeah uh,
2: yeah 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 Uh, about 40 percent of the book is me okay and so what i'm planning to do um so i'll start doing my book tours in april and after the book, like get out, get out, you know, because um I have big plans for this book. Maybe June, July, I'll share more about parts of the book that's me. And people mm-hmm. quite naturally their thing is they was like, oh, the first perception is, oh, Charlie is a hoe. She's a thought. Well, she might be. I mean, if that's what I might be a hoe, I don't know yet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm one, you know. <laughs> I it depends on how, how you define hoe or whatever, but the question that most people don't ask is how did she become who she was and why mm-hmm. is she that way right and what's the the environment that she was raised in what stimulated that behavior so mm-hmm. um about 40 percent of it is me it is very relatable i do understand it the um the people that i interviewed for part of this um this book or talked to um i know them personally they're intimate and all you have to do is give me a synopsis and it was very simple like the the rap guy um one of my the girl who's doing a young lady that i know rather she just said yeah i was dating a guy for five years and i wanted us to get married or whatever and he would never marry me then i found out that he was in love with a man that's all she told me and I wrote a whole chapter about it, you know, or whatever. So that's how the book was like, oh, we can bring this book to life by adding that and doing this, you know, but that what I just shared was only like two pages of this 140 page book. Right. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Okay. That's that. That was a lot in two pages, though. Right. Like. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Maybe three pages. It, it, it's not a lot. But that, so I see like it's, it's so many plot twists. To this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's so many twists to the story or to this book to where, you know, I can't really, I don't want to give too much away. But I also want people to consider that it's a reflective book. So she has to reflect back to where she learned each behavior from, you know, in her childhood and paint a picture so people can visualize, like, oh, this is why she did that to Ralph. Oh, this is why she did that to Terrence. Oh, this is why, you know, her and Mason have that type of relationship. Oh, mm-hmm. this, you know, and on
1: and on and on or whatever. So, yeah. And so as the analytical brain, I am. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first met you, you were always harp on the why, the why of things. And I think that that part of you, mm-hmm. it translates into what you're talking about now. Yes. Like, some, you know, oftentimes people will write a book. It's a scathing book, but they don't really give you the context. Of of the why of things, so I think that that's important, and that and and I mm-hmm. had a feeling that that's kind of where you would lead, you know, you would lead it to. So it's good to hear that because you know I'm I'm a why person too. I like yeah. to know the origin story mm-hmm. of things, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, so um, dang, I, I, at this point, people are already gonna want the book just based off of this part right here. We only okay. we you only halfway start. in the damn show.
2: Can I can, um, I, can I share with the, you? Got a question? Go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Share. I, I wanted to let this right here is with. I, see, this is the cover of the book for, for those new people followers. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh,
2: oh, oh. My my uniform. This cover. When people saw that, they it was immediately. You know, my I wanted, I want the book. I was like, you don't want to know what it's about first. Like, no, <laughs> I want that book. I don't care what it's about. If it's anything like that i want that
1: book okay well thank you let me give you the website child so let me let me tell you, let me so the cover of the book is amazing and i saw the um the i guess he's a photographer are they married yep they're married okay yeah so mm-hmm. the woman i saw the woman who who's the the lips and and all of that right mm-hmm. and and the way that the the cover is done it's like it catches you because i remember when you were like which cover should it be like you picked the right one. Yes. And and the the reel that you were talking about, the production value of that reel is amazing. Okay. I don't know who did that, but that thing, I, I was like, that's pretty damn
2: good. My so you know, before <laughs> I remember when we first met, I told you that I owned a film and production firm. So my mm-hmm. team, um, the guy who I did business with, he had he's now in business with uh he has another another business partner. So his business partner reached out to me. And I um, was like, hey, we want to create a row for you, and it's free of charge. You know, since I'm no longer part of the business, I was like, oh yeah. It's like yeah, all you have to do is show up. I'll be there. What time you need me to be there? In the morning. <laughs> you know, it's just a three-hour flight. And so I um, I flew out there, and it was so funny because the cast members, I literally called them the night before, in the morning of, I need you today for an hour and fifteen minutes because my um, the initial cast for Charlie. Her face broke out, you know, so she couldn't show up. The guy that was supposed to, excuse me, play um, another guy. His name is George. And the, the, of course, we haven't spoken about him. But George character, his car broke down or whatever. No, he had a business meeting and something happened with his car. So I I literally called people that morning and was like, I need y'all to come out and help me. And those people came and they showed up. And I think they did a phenomenal job. I was like, OK, God, that's who you meant. That's who was supposed to be there. And they did a great job
1: yeah, yeah I was, I, I, this this whole rollout is amazing and, and <laughs> we gonna we're gonna get you which, to your goal this week um, <laughs> oh um, yeah, we're gonna get you to your goal so 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 let's talk about um manipulation real quick we're a little sub something, something. Um, so you talked about the character in your book, Charlie, mm-hmm. and how she uses manipulations for whatever her motives are. Um, and people need to read the book to, to figure out what that is specifically. But mm-hmm. in 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 outside of the book in the real world, people do this every day. Yeah. <laughs> and so my, my question or or my topic bullet point is: I know that there's probably like a whole lot of reasons, but generally speaking, why do you think people feel the need to use manipulation as a tactic and sometimes people do it their whole lives sometimes people do it for the sole purpose of hurting other people what do you think some of the motivations could be just give me like a couple two i think
2: that um control is one um we like to be in control of things and then when there's an imbalance of power um and also what i've learned like through some of my clients they don't recognize that they're using emotional manipulation towards their spouse and or their friends or whatever cuz it's not a it's, they don't connect the two don't mm-hmm. connect to them like no i'm being emotional but i'm not manipulating yes it's called emotional manipulation or whatever which right. is a learned behavior from you know our parents and if our parents don't teach us you know emotional intelligence um then there's a lack of right So when i emotionally Mm -hmm. manipulate you i think that that's what it's supposed to do i want you to make i want to make you feel sorry in this instance and i want to take power from you to make me feel good so you can do what i want right so i think that i mean that i believe that um that's like the premise of what goes on
1: yeah and i think you know i was thinking about this earlier today and I, i don't try to use this word loosely like a lot of people do but a lot of times, a lot of this manipulation has some some narcissistic tendencies wrapped around it, mm-hmm. um, where where the empathy is like it's gone. Right. And then you gotta yeah, and then you got you gotta kind of ask yourself like, at what point did I lose that mm-hmm. part of me that really like gave a damn about people, or did you ever? Right. Depending on where you come from, you might have never even know what it felt like to care.
2: But narcissists typically don't know that they're narcissists. I will say, according to study, that we all have a percentage whether it's 1 or 100 or 99 you know percentage of being some type of narcissist right we have mm-hmm. narcissism but if you're over like i think the cap is like 20 don't quote me or whatever you're unaware of your behavior yeah and it mm-hmm. takes a licensed therapist if you're willing because narcissists are not gonna go see therapy they're like uh no i'm good i'm perfect it's yeah you're the problem you know or whatever um but if if they do get an opportunity or open themselves up to get to that space to say, "Hey, let me recognize my flaws and what's in me," mm-hmm. then they'll they'll see that. Um, yeah, it's a guy that I follow on um, TikTok, and that's all he talks about is narcissism. And I know he,
1: exactly who you're talking about. Yeah,
2: and you know, he has
1: like break. He has like bra- uh, dreads or something. Dreads. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he talked yep. about
2: himself. You know. Yep. And he talk, yep. and he, you know he spoke about how hard it really was to come out of that that shell of like, oh, I'm I'm a narcissist. Like I'm. I'm that self-seeking and controlling and one thing's my way and I'm not open to hear other people's views and their opinion, you know, I'm stuck in this space. Like, why am I like that? But then if you go and yeah. research it, he's like that because his mom was, you know, mm-hmm. uh, his, his mom was that way and that's who raised him and he didn't know any other way to be.
1: Yeah, it, so it's like it's amazing. Think, so. Yeah, it's amazing how if we really, really, really sit back and look, that we can always trace it back to a point of origin mm-hmm. in almost everything that we do.
0: Absolutely.
1: And we don't realize how much that experience and that journey affects how our decisions are made and what the trajectory of our life is going to go based on yeah. something that was all the way back we used probably in elementary school or middle school right. or something like this. Whew, like, I didn't even really have this much, like, of course, you know, life happens or whatever, but I didn't have this much reflection on my life until i was probably shoot over i had a four okay. in front of my, my age <laughs> now that, the 30s was just like Phew. but once yeah. i actually sat back and was like yo why why did i make that decision when i was 20
2: mm-hmm. like what
1: made mm-hmm. me what made me do that and then i was like wait it goes even further back than that yeah yeah it
2: does. so um and see in the book charlie she she talks about like where her behavior started and then she gives very very vivid clear examples of um what she saw growing up you know and i think that that's important because i pay attention to my children literally i I was crying a couple of days ago i was like because my oldest child i tell everybody out she's 25 i just they're all up i'm like oh girl your mama messed you up she? i feel sorry for the man and you like how can we fix this but it's the art of forgiveness and her knowing Mm -hmm. who i am and me knowing her and being able to work through those things because you know when i was 25 i can tell my mom about her behaviors and you know her her personality and how she to me i couldn't now as I've gotten older, we can talk about different things and I get—I have a better understanding of why she responded and the way she reacted and what she did and why she did it, and how she did it. I just didn't like it. And because I didn't like it, it was an issue. But it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was the delivery of that thing. And I think that right. that's where the issue come in from, how we're delivering, you know, the message um, yeah. which caused me to be like, oh, I'm supposed to deliver it like that to my child. And now my yeah. child is like, no, nah, sis, no, you don't she gave yeah. me resistance yeah. you know at eight and nine i'm like why are you resisting me like this is what i'm supposed to do you know and then with my father the same you know same with him or or my aunts or my uncles you know anybody mm-hmm. you know i just took on those behaviors and they weren't necessarily yeah. necessarily positive behaviors but i'm a such a much better person now i start i'm at 10 years ago i was 34 um that's when i started searching for myself and like oh mm-hmm. okay oh you got to do better as a human being so yeah. you know my daughter was like 13 i apologized for the second time and that's when our life our relationship got better you know but yeah. i had to do we had it was 13 years of damage i had done at that point you know
1: yeah yeah it's it, and, and the other the point i want to touch on that you talked about too was the word controlling like Ooh. we're talking about manipulation but the the layer beneath that is um a lot of times when people manipulate other people for their personal gain and they want to have control for whatever the reason is. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like um, and we talked about, you know, narcissistic tendencies and some people can actually be narcissists, but it's like we talk about narcissists, we talk about the narcissistic supply, like they need to keep feeding it. And That's- so it's almost like for a lot of people, the manipulation is almost like a like they high on drugs, like they they need it. They need to keep doing it in order to feel a way. And then when they stop, it's like, wait, I need to keep doing it. And it's like, it's almost like I talk about this all the time, but it's almost kind of like because I, I had my stint, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us have, but it's almost kind of like like I always equate it to something that's a little more harsh, but it's almost kind of like a serial killer. like They have to keep going. Yes, and they yes, and it's yes. like you hurt and all of these people, well, they're killing. People, but you know what I mean? You're hurting people along the way. And yes. you're not really you're not really giving a damn about the fallout. And that 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 level of manipulation and 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 like I say, narcissists and and people who just generally need to do that. And like in the example that you gave about about Charlie wanting to you know get money out of a guy and doing all of this kind of stuff. Like we've been seeing this forever. Like people
2: people. But she wanted everything Charlie wanted everything. She didn't yeah. stop money, child. She would have taken somebody's heart, and their liver, kidneys. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Carla from Facebook says, "The opportunists and the Jezebel spirit, all in one." She says that's a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about it is, like, we have these terms, mm-hmm. but people be rolling every day in the street, and you would not even know to like say that that's what it is. Right. But it's it's out it's woo, it's out here, and mm-hmm. it's running rampant, mm-hmm. and people. And it's unfortunate because the 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 ultimate end to this is. When you're using a manipulation and it actually hurts someone else, that person has to carry that into whatever the next thing they do. And you, and you didn't already the moved on. Mm -hmm. You didn't found your next victim (laughs) and and it just keeps going exponentially. And it's like, it, it, when I really looked at the, and I always talk about these characters on my show, Billy and Susie, how that life cycle of hurt happens and how it transfers to other people and then you then create the person that you that hurt you and yeah and then they end up doing it and it just keeps going
2: exactly. until somebody
1: decides to stop the cycle that's mm.
2: but somebody has to, somebody have to decide to stop you know um so for me like that 60 or 65 year old Like, how Mm -hmm. do you tell, because I have a client now and I'm trying to convey, like, how do I share with this 64 year old mom who's been a mom all her life since she was 14 years old, you Mm -hmm. know, that um, the way she's done things is wrong. Because sounding sounding wrong, I mean, that doesn't feel good. What you mean I'm wrong? Like, it worked for me. Don't you see my kids? i was like, yeah, they all hate you. They don't like you. But they're successful in their own right. They don't have to like me. I didn't, I'm not raising kids to like me. I'm raising them to be successful, right? Oh, yeah. On love and compassion, you know, um, you, don't, you Are you not concerned about how they treat other people? You know, you really have to be mindful of what we're teaching them and how we're teaching them to treat other people as well.
1: So yeah, and, and that and and like you said about kids, a lot of kids learn manipulation from their parents. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. you spoke about that earlier. And so just to kind of tie this this topic of manipulation. Up in a pretty bow, it, it's it's something that if you feel like you're the person who's doing it, you really got to look at not just the why you're doing it, but who who's being affected by it.
2: Absolutely. Because, so like I'm, I
1: was saying, go ahead. I'm sorry, you got no, no, it. Go
2: no, no, no.
1: <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a minute, too, but you just did, because you do it a lot. And, and people need to understand what where, what where, where that's growth for you. Um, <laughs>
2: active listening.
1: <laughs> yeah. Active listening. So so when you do this stuff that hurts people, mm-hmm. just to kind of just to piggyback on the point I made before. Sometimes people will be like, "Oh, that's just one person." It's not just one person because now you've—it's almost like a virus. You've affected everybody mm-hmm. that that person deals with too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it like that, something in your head hopefully will click and say, "Damn, it's not just because you think I hurt one person. There's so many billions of people out here. I'll be all right." Yeah. But but you can't stop though. So it is really not just one person. You're affecting potential outcomes over time and and it's a ripple effect and we don't even rest like when you throw it throw the little pebble in the pond and the that's what happens when you do that and we don't realize it because it may not necessarily be affecting us in our face but mm-hmm. the damage it, it's it, it's a lot it's a lot and so um so my final point um and then we are gonna try to like tie this up and and tell people um how they can get the book and all that good stuff <laughs> um so, it, it, so I'm a I'm a tie the the topic of manipulation, and I'm a tie a little bit of what you said about the book too. Okay. Um, so, those of us, and I say us, we are not currently, but those of us who have chosen to use manipulation as a tool, Charlie definitely has used or. I can't the book it the book will live on, so I'll say Charlie is using <laughs> the the manipulation as a tool. Mm-hmm. If you are a type of person right now, and this is what I always try to do with my audience, if you're listening right now and you know that you've used this as a tool for your personal gain, for whatever it is, male, female, whatever, it doesn't serve you long term. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do, because I always try to give people the lesson at the end. It doesn't serve you long term, no matter how good it feels to do it. It doesn't serve you long term and it affects more people than you realize. I've been saying this for the past few minutes. I've been saying it over and over for a reason, because somebody on here need to hear this. I don't know who you are, but somebody on here needs to hear it. It's not it's not healthy for you up here and in here, Mm -hmm. something's broken or something, something's a little off that you got to figure out what that is and why you are doing that. Because even the hurt people who hurt people, you know that you're hurting people, you know, in in real time, you know what's happening, but there's something in you that has to turn off in order for you to be okay with it later. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. That is the problem. When you lack empathy, then you turn into something else and start with the letter N like you can't narcissist. like you got it you got to think about that level of control Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: and 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 that you need that so bad that you're willing to just not care that part right there is that's the scary part um and this is something that you see a lot in people who who you know we we see it in people who a lot every walk of life but you see it a lot in like these impoverished neighborhoods where people got to do what they got to do to get what they need to get to survive Mm -hmm. they have to not care about the victim they have to they have to they have to shut that part of themselves off just to survive but there's there's always a price to pay at some point you just don't know what it looks like today so you're like i don't feel it right now so let me just keep doing it
2: it's it's not
1: good so um
2: you, said uh, you to bring
1: up something about me. Oh yeah. Hold, hold on one second. We're gonna get to that. Uh, uh, Dr. Carla from from uh from Facebook says uh people get hurt. Counseling and deliverance is a requirement. Sometimes you have to show them who they are. So sad. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta check them and be like, hold on, man. And this is a I'm, I'm gonna make this little point, then we're gonna talk about the active listening thing you just did. Um, when you, when she said you reap what you sow, what we have to do as family members, as friends, as loved ones, Mm -hmm. is we, we have to, we have to hold each other accountable when we see this stuff happening. Right. And it just, and it just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, if you know that you got somebody out here that's continually perpetually hurting somebody, we just like, oh, that's just who they are. you, (sighs) We have a larger responsibility, people. I, I really, I mean, I know I'm I'm the old man up here talking with the little gray hairs, but we got to be, we got to do better. We got to do better. Um,
2: I have a question. Excuse me. Uh-huh. So how I I know how I do it, but how do you make suggestions for like a person that's a narcissist? Because, like I said, we we're talking about narcissism and manipulation, which is they go hand in hand. But like I mentioned earlier, narcissists aren't aware. They're not aware of like who they are. Like they don't want to identify with that term because it's a bad thing. Do you do is it certain types of um, skill activities that you do for a person to acknowledge and see a part of narcissism? Like how do you go about doing that? we
1: well, I'm gonna tell you um give the me a little bulk
2: of it. Well,
1: no, it's not even that. A lot if somebody's really like hardcore, that's not even in my wheelhouse. Like they gotta go see a like a real <laughs> a real bona fide counselor or therapist because some people like the guy you talked about on TikTok, they actually get diagnosed with a disorder because it's so it's so um insane. But but for me, it's really about. Because sometimes, as you know, uh, because you do coaching too, right. sometimes people need to hear it from a different voice. Sometimes people need to hear the information delivered differently. And so mm-hmm. what I'm good at is parsing out the pieces of information that you give me and then I deliver it back into to you in a way that you can actually digest and it makes more sense. I'll pull out some, some, uh, some, some props if I need to, to kind of show you, like, you got to, like, Sometimes people just need to see it in a different light. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it's the same. It's the same concept of how, how a lot of pastors do in church. Some things you just don't get, but then when they give you that analogy or they say it a different way, you'd be like, wait, I get it now. Mm -hmm. He's talking about me. And when you do that with people who have these, because these problems, a lot of times don't go away because the person doesn't understand. Like you said, they don't even know that they're doing it. When you put it in their face, like you said, if you give it a name, they're going to be like, hell no, that ain't me. But right. when you you walk through the behavior and you say, OK, so where did you get out of that? Like you got to really. Step them through the behavior so they could be like, wait, I, it, wait, that is me.
2: And it's once fun. that light
1: bulb goes off, then they have the opportunity to make a decision whether they want to start working on it or they want to just keep being. Mm-hmm.
2: Did so. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you say that Because you you know the analogy that you use About the pastors because um, I'm going Back to the cover of the book you know in the Bible it says a scorn Woman or it may say an adulterous woman It may be another adjective it depends on which Version of the Bible you're reading so don't try to Quote me but um, <laughs> But it says A scorn woman lips drip With honey Mm-hmm and so when you uh, dissect that, that scripture, you know, that means that she's using the power of manipulation, the power of deceitfulness, you know, the the power of lies or whatever power that's within her, in her mouth as it drips with honey. And so that's why I had I her. knew you was going to
1: do that. I knew you was going to do that. I saw it coming. <laughs> Perfect.
2: Her lips dripping, you know, with honey or what have you. So, cause I want the book to connect to like the true stories like god is in this some kind it's somewhere however but manipulation deceitfulness, and like the young lady said a woman with a jezebel spirit you know a whole thought with how whatever you want to title her child <laughs> it's all in one yeah
1: yeah so let's talk let's let's touch on this active listening thing for like uh, like literally like a minute and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up okay. so if y'all and, and and i'm gonna be honest with you Every time you've been on the show, you did it. And the thing about it is because I pay such close attention to human behavior, I can see exactly when it when that when it happens, and then and then I see you deflect into the all right. So let me just be quiet and listen. And y'all, uh when you watch the show back and we and I call it out, you're gonna be like, aha. You do it, you do it so um often. Can, you do it so often, mm-hmm. but I can almost see. That it's not your first reaction (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not your first uh, like it's literally like a millisecond but Mm -hmm. i can see that it's not that you have to be like oh let me catch myself okay cool you got it let me listen i can i can actually see that because i'm 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 like rain man with this i pay attention to the mannerisms and i'm like she wasn't about did she stop and was like okay you got it no 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 you go i want to listen to what you got to say that Mm -hmm. right there for a lot of people is a skill that is difficult to master but once you master it your life will go like if you're in a relationship it's like Mm -hmm. night and day Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely because it's important to um to listen, it took me a long time. Like I said, I was 34. I was like, I thought you're supposed to argue back and forth and yell and scream because each other out, child. And because my point is way more important than your point. And your point, you feel mm-hmm. like your point is more important than my point. And then I had to identify some things within myself. Remember, we were talking about self-reflection. be Like, hey, if you listen, people, People listen to respond, but I want you to hear what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. So hear me and hear from my heart, hear my intention of what I'm saying, not to belittle or to scorn you or to hurt you, but for you to get an understanding of why I feel this way. And then I can understand why you feel that way, but I can't do it if I'm doing this. So I have to actively listen to you to grasp and understand and not listen to you to be like, okay, I'm going to defend my point on this. I'm going to defend my point on that. And he said this. It's like, oh, no. Oh, I made you feel that way when I did this. Oh, that wasn't my intention. My intention was you have that real mature like conversation because that comes from a heel place. Now, the healed me child would have been like, hold on, Derek. I got something to say. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: go ahead. You you know, know, yeah. And and I I, I, when I'm on um, this app called Clubhouse, that happens a lot. Like, people don't even want to listen. They just be jumping out there and and, and then and they have to be real back in because they a lot of times they don't even realize they're doing it because it's such a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I and, and a part of me, I, even though I'm a, a, a communicator, a part of me always wants to get my point off. Like, why are you in the midst of telling me? Hey, hold on. Wait, no, wait, no, let that's that's not what hap- like I want to stop the story put my piece in and people don't understand when you do that, it's, it no longer becomes effective communication because then it becomes about, about you mm-hmm. and not the people that's actually sharing And then, And so I know this is a slight tangent, but somebody on here need to hear this. Right. When you take someone's ability and I'm talking about even, especially like with men, when you take, and I know women do this too. We can talk about men. When you take that person's ability to share without being interrupted away, sometimes they lock that door and it never opens up again. So you got to be mindful of that. Relationships are destroyed because of these little things that we take for granted. We think we just trying to get our piece apart, but what you did was you muted someone's feelings down. And now they like, well, maybe I just shouldn't share again. And then you're like, why won't you talk to me? Like I know it comes not, not, not way, way, way back in the day. Not now, but back then I used to be like, why? What, what's going on? And I just want to always call it All Lives Matter. They would be doing my stuff and I'd be like, no, but what about me? And I'm like, wait, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so let's do this. Okay. Being Delilah. Let me put your information up here on the screen again for the folks. So they can, so they can go buy the book tonight. Tonight. We're going to get this book. Um, we're going to get you to your goal. hmm Um, So what I want you to do now is I want you to give people a a kind of a closing closing statement about anything you want to talk about, but Mm -hmm. also just tell them where they need to go and why they need to get it and, and all that good stuff.
2: Um, Let me tell them a little bit about me and who I am. For those of you who don't know me, I am like the first in my family to do so much. Coming from a small town in Mississippi, I'm so used to the naysayers and what you can't do um, and the certain negative mentality. Like I brought that into adulthood for so long and I had to stop wearing that shirt of I can't. You know, uh, it's. I mean, it's Women's History Month. I mean, I'm a black woman. I can do anything. The word says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I got to rely on a source and with you know outside of myself. So that's a little bit you know about who I am. But like I'm the. There, I, I think I told you this. So I'm the first in my family to get a master's degree. Like that's common in most places. That I've mm-hmm. traveled to, right? But I'm the first, and I got my master's degree at 34. Um, I'm the first in my family to travel all over the world. I'm the first in my family to um, pledge in, to be a part of a sorority, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to be a men- member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated.
1: Same as <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And I'm the first in my family to be an author. So I'm excited about being the first. So many people in Mississippi are rooting for me. And so I have to give mm-hmm. Mississippi a shout out because they are rooting for your girl. Buying the book, buying the book, buying the book, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I want. And then when I'm working with a publisher and an editor and then working with other people who said, oh, you're a first time author, don't expect much. And I'm like, wait a mm-hmm. minute. <laughs> it? What you mean don't expect much? I didn't expect much when I was young because they told me that I can't let allow you to come into my life now. Yeah. And tell so me the same thing that people have already told me, right? So that's going to be a no for me. I'm expecting a lot. I'm expecting for people that don't know me to go to MayaAvery.com or go to Amazon or go to Kindle, you know, and purchase and buy the book. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting for people who don't know me to attach to me, to follow me on social media, to see my personality and see that I'm consistent in my behavior and to actually like me as a person. And if they don't like me, it's okay. To not like me, you know, but we want to respect each other. I'm expecting for this book to be talked about all over the world. Everybody want to know. Everybody has some Charlie in them and to be able to identify that Charlie and to heal and to grow from it. That's what I'm expecting. So I want to give everybody that, that has already purchased, the people that are watching, who's planning to purchase a round of applause. Tell them thank you for supporting this um, little girl from Wiggins, Mississippi, out here doing my thing because I can't do it without the support of you. And if it's anything you want me to support, hit me up. I believe in supporting each other, you know, it's not a one way street for me. So, being Delilah, it launched May, excuse me, it launched March the 9th, 2021. March the 19th is my birthday, so that's the best gift in the world that you can buy. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So Bet go and with buy me. the book, y'all. I know that was long, but buy the book, y'all. Buy the book, child.
1: Um, and real quick, um, Dr. Carlos says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Go get them.
0: Thank so, you. Thank so, you. So,
1: any any other thing too? Um, if you are buying the book off of Amazon, make sure when you read it to leave a review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. leave a review and, and make sure that you keep that thing pop tell people about it cuz I'm I already know it's you know I ha, I get it tomorrow in the mail but I already know it's going to be good cuz I know you
2: good. Um, you're not going yeah. to you're going to read this book in a day it's a I know. so that's what I'm telling everybody go ahead and buy the book it's not going to take it's not going to take you 3 weeks to read yeah. it fella. you're going to get you're going to start this book when you get past page 2 you know you're going to be like what the heck what and you got to trying to figure out what's going on but i promise you're gonna have so many questions but they'll be answered at the end but you got to keep reading cool. you know cool
1: cool yeah. cool it's so great- so but my last question to you is mm-hmm. um i know this is your first book i know this is it just launched yesterday mm-hmm. but do you have another one in, in in you that you know is coming after this already
2: the sequel is already being written i'm halfway Ooh. there uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i was reading the sequel i was like oh this is good this is better than the first one wait a minute she did that and i'm having a conversation with the pages now like i know she didn't <laughs> like yeah, she
1: mm. did."
2: you know that was the other personality michonne was coming out She's crazy that's the other part of me um so we were having this conversation in my head but it's 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 dumb yeah
1: and M- mrs jones from facebook alicia says congratulations my you know i'm getting a copy Yes, you are <laughs> so, so, on that note, we're gonna wrap this up. I thank you for coming back. She'll be back again, guys. She's a friend of the show. we're gonna have her back for something else um we we, gonna ha- we definitely gonna have you back for book two because <laughs> book one is gonna do some damage um and everybody who's on here, right when you um when you get the book, I, this is just this is this because i'm your friend when you and because i know this is gonna be great when you get the book take a picture of you with the book share that thing on your pro on your or your social media and 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 link it up to wherever it needs to be linked to so we can get her to her numbers because we got to support our folks man i can't express this to you enough so um i'm glad that i was able to go ahead
2: i um to all my fellow christians out there i know y'all believe in dreams I keep dreaming about Will Smith. I I, this year I've dreamed about this man like three or four times and I keep posting it. I'm like, Will Smith, what you need? I know you need this book. I know what it is. He wanna make a movie out of it. I'm here for it. I'm here for so if y'all know Will, tell him I'll let you down.
1: (laughs) You gotta speak (laughs) it into existence.
2: Yes, speak those things that are not as though they were, honey, and nothing shall fail. Yes, the Bible, my my fruit is the fruit of my labor.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. so we're going to wrap this up. Um, make sure you guys put this up one last time. Um, go to Maya Follow her on, get the book from there. You get a link at the top that says uh, get it on Amazon or something to that nature. So click that link, get it done tonight. Mm-hmm. And if you're on IG, she's at motivating force on IG and yeah, follow her. And after you do all of that, I need you guys to go to www.relationshipgumbo.info and look at all the stuff I got. I got, man. Just just wait. In the next couple, like, first of all, I'm going to say this again. Say that at the beginning of the show. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Facebook. And we're going we gonna to talk about that. But we we make sure you follow me because before this month is over, y'all going to see at least two or three things that's going to knock y'all socks off. I've been in the lab. I'm doing a lot okay but i want to i'm doing it because i want to make sure that you have the best experience i want you guys to get the warm and fuzzies every time you come on the show and get some value out of it so i love you guys i'm glad y'all came i'm glad you came maya you'll be back and um and yeah this was good let's do it again whenever you're ready i'm here
2: You know. um so on that
1: note guys say it again see y'all in two months right <laughs> <laughs> have your people call my people. We get we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> so on that on that note, guys, this concludes the podcast. You guys have an amazing day. Please stay safe out there, no streets. Um, I normally call out some cities, but I'm not gonna do that right now because Maya's on the show. But we <laughs> make sure you're safe out there. Take care of yourself and your loved ones, and have an amazing day.
0: Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true. I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.